Hi, friends. I'm Olivia. I'm Rod. And you're listening to Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. In today's episode, we are covering the September 10th sermon titled, To Thirst No More. Now, this is kicking off, could we call it a new series? Uh, probably, yeah. Because this isn't the the only sermon that you're going to have in this. You're going to have at least a few more. And all of this is on the topic of assurance of salvation. So why did you decide after going through First and Second Peter that you wanted to go through a topical series? You know, uh, it's a very basic topic, and a lot of times we overlook basic topics. And um, there are several things that passed by my desk and in my world that made me think that, yeah, we need to consider this issue of assurance of certainty. Uh, we need to look at John. John is, as I brought out in the sermon, John is the only book in the entire Bible that was written to everyone. It's an invitation for anyone to look into it, and it assumes that people don't know who Jesus is, and they have questions, and to discover the identity of Jesus and what he offers, I felt like it was a good time to look into that, because even though it's basic, it's fundamental to what it means to be a Christian— it amazes me how many people are confused on this issue. And part of the reason why, I think, is because it's so basic, we assume some things and we just go on to the next step of growing in Christ without ever pausing to really lock down what does it mean to have a relationship with God through what Christ offers us. And so that's that's what's driving uh, this series. And, and I, honestly, based on the response I had to the sermon, I will probably do um, four or five, maybe more, messages in this area because people are so hungry for it. And I think one reason people are hungry for it is the the spirit of the age that we live in, the intellectual people, the smart people, the people in the know, all confess they don't know. There seems to be a value in uncertainty today. And people say, well, you can't be certain of anything. And when that age pervades every area of our lives and it ends up creeping into where we question our relationship with God through the work that Christ has done and the gift that he's given us, it ends up tripping us up. It ends up uh, handicapping us in our walk with Christ. So you mentioned that you're going to do maybe four or five of these messages I'm curious to know how you can draw it out so long. I mean, isn't this a very clear-cut issue? What are the other issues that you need to address around this topic that would give you so much content? I don't know if I can speak to that specifically, but I think everyone comes to this topic with their own experiences. You know, they worry about things on, on their side of the issue. And like the Lucy and the football and Charlie Brown. And, you know, if you were going to name one thing, that picture that I showed of Lucy and the football and, and Charlie Brown, everyone, even non-football fans, they know that image. They know what's going to happen because they know the character of Charlie Brown and they know the character of Lucy. And I think this issue in particular about how one connects with, with God through Christ 
what is Christ offering? What are we accepting? What are we needing? I think very few people take the time to to dissect that. And I think where the issue falls is it falls on our side of the camp. And we worry, did I, did I do the right thing? Did I do enough? And we end up questioning and, and basing our assurance on, you know, I raised my hand in a church service. I walked down the aisle. I walked down the aisle of a certain church. Uh, I prayed a prayer. And, and therefore, I know that I'm in God's family based on those things. And none of those things, uh, while they can be helpful, none of those things get to the core of the issue. And that's what we'll do in this series. Because at the end of it, we find out that the issue isn't our character and how we've done it. It's his. It's Jesus's character. And like I said in the message, you either put the character of Lucy onto Jesus and you assume that Jesus is going to act like Lucy and move the football, or you assume that Jesus keeps his promises. He's going to do exactly what he said he would do. He's going to give you the gift that he offers you. And, um, and I think really that's, that's where we end up with this. That's where we end up landing is looking into his character and trusting him. Yeah, it's a really reassuring thing to know that we just accept his offer and everything is on him and his faithfulness and his character. We don't have to be in fear of, did I pray the right prayer? Did I say the right words? Did I turn from enough sins? All that stuff. There's so many things that people add to it that just is not in scripture as far as how to receive eternal life. And so I think it's it's great to have that unnecessary inner turmoil pushed off because you realize, wait, it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's all him. Because if it had something to do with me, then I would be working for my salvation, which of course we don't believe that works are in there at all. But if it's on him, then it's just, is he faithful? Yes, he's faithful. There's a popular, I guess, phrase, especially over the past few years that goes around, which I think in this instance is really applicable. It's facts don't care about your feelings, which in the case of salvation, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. If I feel like I'm, I don't know, doing something wrong, like, oh, I did that wrong. Does that mean I'm not really saved? The fact is he is faithful. But we don't know the facts. And that's the problem. If we don't know the Bible or we have allowed our theology to hijack the facts, that's where the, the, the rub comes in. I used a video clip. There's a, there's a commercial that, that's going around, and it's a rocket mortgage. A couple walks into the house, and, and they're pretty sure they can afford it. They're pretty sure that uh, you know they, they qualify for a loan. And uh, the actor says, pretty sure. And he says, this is what pretty sure looks like. And pretty sure isn't sure at all. And I think what we've done is we've embraced a pretty sure. We're pretty sure we know Christ is our Savior. We're pretty sure. And we're, we're satisfied with that. And we shouldn't be. We should be certain. Because as the Rocket Mortgage commercial says, certain is better. And, and you can know. You can know because the facts are there. And, and then the problem, like you say, the, the, the struggle between your facts and your feelings, uh, your fa- the facts have to win out in that battle. It just has to win out. And so he's given us those facts. He's proven to us time and time again. And, and I'm just blown away at the number of people, and I'm talking about in the pulpit, 
who think that when I say a person can know with certainty whether they're going to heaven or not, they think in some way, shape, or form that I am being uh, presumptuous. And if I am, I'm being presumptuous on the work of Christ. Um, They think I am selling something that uh, I have no right to sell. Well, all I'm doing is sharing what Christ has promised. Either Christ promised us eternal life when we believe in him for it, or he didn't. So um, I think they they gunk it up and they confuse things with that. I'll tell you another thing that happens is they confuse the difference between being a child of God, which coming into God's family by faith alone, and being a disciple. And I, and I think they read a lot of discipleship verses and they apply them to what it takes to come into God's family. And that's part of the reason, uh, that's probably the main reason I use John 4. Uh, John 6 will say that too, very clearly. You know, he who believes in me has eternal life. And I don't know when you start that other than when you believe in him. At the moment you believe in him for the gift, he, uh, he gives you that gift. It starts immediately at that point. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really helpful sermon series, and I think it's very freeing once you do know for certain and you see the verses that back it up and you have that knowledge. It's a very freeing thing to know because in other books like Romans, you know, it talks about, oh, so does that mean that we should go on sinning? No, because you know the character of Christ. You know the Father. You don't want to break his heart. You want to do all that you can to honor and glorify him with his actions. But that's, I'm sure, something that you're going to probably cover, if you cover say so. later on. But anyway, well, thanks for breaking that down. And thank you all for listening to Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. <laughs>